Breathing in air, the fake ain't phony, they're just seeing impaired Cause you believe what you see or believe what ain't there The real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair Cause greedy people seem Welcome to the voices in my head The intro and outro music is West and Coast by the High Council You can check them out on SoundCloud Welcome back, back with an interesting article And more on the conversation of the political hypocrisy, cognitive dissonance and just the craziness that we have in our world and how we, we want to pick sides and we want to make arguments, but we don't look that our side does the exact same thing or can the arguments that we're using against the political party we don't like can also be used against us. And I saw this actually on Twitter, but I'm going to be on the Daily Mail because of the outrage I saw on Twitter. So I'm going to get into what exactly happened. So I'm on Daily Mail. This article was dated October 24th, 2022. Headline is Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas says Lindsey Graham does not have to testify in Georgia election fraud case, criminal case for now. Issues temporary stay halting his appearance in front of the grand jury. So I'm not going to get too much into the article, but that's just the basis of it. There's a court case or investigation grand jury going uh, occurring in Georgia, and they have subpoenaed Lindsey Graham, who's a senator from South Carolina, to come and testify because Lindsey Graham was one of the one of the Republicans that was pushing back on the election results and saying that it was fraudulent or there was claims. So they wanted to have him testify so they could see what was going on. And it probably has to do with the Georgia elections and not the, uh, the other states, but it was what was going on in Georgia. All Clarence Thomas did was saying, we're going to stop it for now until we can hear more evidence. One side made a claim saying, hey, we should not have to appear. Lindsey Graham should not have to appear. The other side saying, nope, we should. All Clarence Thomas said is, okay, we're going to put a pause. We're going to have a hearing or somebody's going to have a hearing, whether it's the Supreme Court or he's going to tell a lower court to do this. But there is someone's going to hear all the evidence and then make a ruling. So Clarence Thomas did not stop it. He just temporarily halted it. That was it until... We can get everybody out in a courtroom, hear all the evidence, and decide. What I'm seeing on Twitter is that he's violating federal law by not recusing himself because his wife is somehow involved in this too. That during the election, she was calling some of the senators saying, you must do something. Stop it. The elections are stolen. Now, I'm baffled over the recusing yourself just on contacting politicians because as a an american our first amendment right says we have a constitutional right first amendment to redress grievances with our government i'm allowed to contact any government official and tell them i don't like what they're doing or especially my elected officials to say hey i want you to do x i don't want you to do x i i have that right so she has every right now whether she was doing more than that. I don't know. Maybe that's what they want to investigate. But they they want to go into the fact that since his wife has been, I think that, that the January 6th commission has asked her to appear. And I, I, I know there were some talks and I think she said she would, but they're trying to negotiate it because they're going to have a tough sell trying to order a wife of a Supreme Court justice and subpoena her for what she did as a private citizen. That that And I think the whole January 6th is just muddying the waters by doing this type of craziness. So that, that's what they're saying. And when I when I heard this, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Justice Kagan had a clear case of conflict of interest 
and did not recuse herself. And the left doesn't want to argue about that. Now the right does, but the left doesn't. So and I had to go search this up. I am on nationalreview.com. This article is dated October 21st, 2016. Headline is Justice Kagan's non-recusal in Obamacare case. So it just says, um, he starts off point one. Let's start off by laying forth the straightforward case that Kagan had a legal duty to recuse herself. And I'm, he had a, a parenthetical remark that I'm going to just drop. First uh, bullet point after that, uh, 1A, under 28 USC paragraph 455B3, it says a justice has a legal duty to recuse her, herself from a proceeding in which the justice, quote, has served in government employee and in such capacity participated as counsel or advisor concerning the proceeding. Any such, quote, participation would appear to be disqualifying. As with financial interest that trigger disqualification, that statute does not set forth a minimal threshold. Then the next bullet point, in her capacity as Solicitor General. Now, she worked as Solicitor General for Obama. Elena Keegan was personally involved in, even if only to a limited degree, in advising how to defend against challenges to Obamacare. So she was Solicitor General when Obamacare was passed. Obama asked her office to review the case, and we know there's going to be court challenges, so help us develop a strategy to defend it. That was her office, and that even though she may not have specifically worked on that project she oversaw that project and i'm sure she had to sign off on whatever strategy so they had to go to her and say hey here's what we're going to recommend to the president so she was involved then she she was nominated for supreme court she was passed by the senate she was confirmed by the senate she's on the supreme court when obamacare goes to the supreme court she should have recused herself. She didn't. And she voted to keep Obamacare, which is based on the arguments that her department, the Solicitor General, actually made to the President Obama of how to defend it. Now, if she didn't, if she recused herself, it would have been a 4-4 tie because it was a 4-5 to five vote. And they were saying Justice Roberts really was the swing vote. So she was a lock-in to vote for. It would have been a 4-4 tie when there is a tie it goes back to the previous court and i do not know what that one was so if the court case that took it to the supreme court said it's unconstitutional then it would have stayed as unconstitutional and if that court had said it was constitutional then it then it was a moot point anyway this whole argument is moot but from a legal standpoint she had a clearer lawful reason to recuse herself than Clarence Thomas does because his wife somehow contacted or did not believe that the elections were fair. And all Roberts has done is just say, hey, we're going to we're going to investigate this more. We're going to have a full blown hearing to determine whether a sitting senator has to go to another state for a grand jury for a matter he has every right to decide that the senator from Georgia has every right to decide and talk to people to determine how he wants to vote in the the certification of the election results. That, that's all. He, that's his constitutional job. That's what he is paid to do. That's what he was elected to do, whether we agree with how he thought about it or what he said about it or who he talked to. Now, if he's getting paid, that, and that's a totally different thing. If, if Lindsey 
Graham was getting some money under the table to vote a certain way, but Georgia is not going to investigate that, that unless it was somebody from Georgia that was doing it. And that person was is being tried for bribery or attempt to be bribery, and they want to pull him in as a witness, did so-and-so offer you money. But that's not what's happening. It's just a way to muddy the waters. And this just goes to what I've been saying, that we are such a divided country that it's my side's evils are okay, but I'm going to point out when the other party does the exact same thing I'm doing or the exact same thing my party is doing, I'm going to overlook that. We're not going to talk about that. We just want to blame the other side. So when you see all these articles or tweets or Facebook posts that Robert should have recused himself from that, Remember Elena Keegan, she had a clear duty to recuse herself and she did not. She actually worked on Obamacare. She was a legal counsel for Obamacare prior to being seated on the Supreme Court. Once again, it doesn't matter. Obamacare is pretty much dead. There's a lot of it. I mean, some of it's still out there. What's going to happen with the uh, Lindsey Graham caves? I don't know. I mean, I, I love the chaos. I, I enjoy the chaos that's going on with this. We're going to see more and more of this all the way through the November elections. Even I'd say, I think we're going to see this through 2024. It's, I mean, yeah, 2024, it's never going to be settled. And even then, it's still going to be argued. Enjoy the chaos. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping a sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting a line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.